Welcome to 2023, another year. I am your host, Wisdom Walters, coming to you from Another Side of Fear podcast, that podcast where we talk about strengthening our mind as well as strengthening our money. So today will be no different except that it's the first day of the year, the first day of a new year, first episode of a new year. Let's clarify that. (laughs) So we've been through Christmas. So I'm sure everyone were able to celebrate and enjoy. And now we've transitioned into a new year. I want you to know that as you embark on this new year, that you are where you're supposed to be. God has lined it up where you are where you're supposed to be. God would never leave you. God will always be right where you are. So wherever you are at the start of this 2023 year, you're right where you're supposed to be. Remember that. Own that. The scripture that I love that accompanies that thought process for me is Psalm 32, 8 simply reads, the Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway of your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Know that God has got you covered this year. Just know that, walk in that, own in that, and understand and remember that the best pathway for your life, God will guide you along. So I'm excited to hear the stories, the testimonies, and everything else, and gr- and see the growth, witness the growth that we all have coming for 2023. So goodbye, 2022. Hello, 2023, as they say. As always, you can find us at anothersideoffear.com on our official website. We're on the social media at Instagram, Another Side of Fear, as well as Another Side F1 on Twitter. That's where you can get those inspirational quotes like I just shared here earlier. And those little gems help you throughout the year, throughout the day. So I hope that continues to manifest for you. Next up is our Masterpiece Mind Moment. Enjoy. So to wrap up this Masterpiece Mind segment, um, I want to make sure, before I do that, I want to make sure I talk about a major, major servant, and that was Peter. Peter was a servant that a lot of people forget about, even though Peter was with Jesus in the beginning. I mean, Peter was a part of Jesus in a three, okay? When it came to the transfiguration, when it came to the garden in Gethsemane, Um, When it came to raising a daughter from the dead, Peter, James, and John were all there. So they were with Jesus from day one to the point where when Jesus asks, who do you say I am? Peter's the first one to say, oh, you're the son of God. And Jesus is like, you know, (laughs) flesh and blood has not told you these things. You must be in step with my father and you know who I am. So I want to talk about Peter being a servant because Peter is one of the beginning servers of this whole process. Yes, Jesus is the main servant, right? Which is why I haven't really discussed Jesus as a servant because I feel like everybody knows that. Everybody feels that. 
Not only do they know it, they feel it. So I wanted to make sure I tap into major characters in the Bible or minor characters that you don't really see. So Peter's one of those. A lot of times when we hear Peter, um, people are frustrated with Peter because he denied Jesus three times. Jesus knew what Jesus told him that this was going to take place before I die, that you're going to do that. But he denied Jesus. And at the same time, he's repentful for it, right? He's repentful and Jesus understood that. And Jesus said, I knew you were going to do it. But even though Jesus knew that Peter was going to do that, he still looked at Peter as his rock. That never changed. That never changed. Because Jesus understood that Peter was human. And with Peter being human, he understood that Peter one of his vices was that he longed for approval from the masses, approval from the people versus following the word of God. And I know that's something that we all can identify with. I can identify with that at different times in my life. And so I love how Jesus gives the example that you can mess up, you can have all these issues, and I still love you. With Peter, we see that God chooses people that is changed by God's love. Then he sends them out to communicate that, hey, anybody can get it. Anybody can get this love. It's available to everyone, even to those who fail, me. Even to those who succeed, me. See, the Pharisees were creating this false narrative that you had to be a certain way. You had to do these certain things, these laws, these astronomical number amount of laws that you had to maintain in order to be with God, in order to be accepted by God. But Jesus came so those laws are null and void. You don't have to have that. So I love Peter's servitude because... Peter didn't have to give up that boat when Jesus was in Galilee, and he did. When Peter gave up that boat, it was a sign to me, because at that point, Jesus is teaching. Peter is trying to fish with James and John, because they're fishermen, and so they're trying to get their fishing stuff together. They had been fishing all night. Nothing came up, so they're watching because you know the ocean's big so they're in this area trying to get their fishing stuff together jesus is teaching jesus sees his boat and he just steps in the boat and then he's like hey can i can you roll out a little bit further i want to teach the people i guess it was better acoustics or something out there and he wanted to be able to see the people so he did but peter gave him the boat he asked peter for the boat and peter said yes peter could have said no So right there, that tells me that Peter has his heart where he's like giving. Because I'm sure, like he said, we find out in Luke chapter 5, verses 1 through 11, that they had been out there all night trying to fish. And so after Jesus was done teaching, he goes and he says, hey, go in a little bit deeper. And so Peter's like, go in deeper? Hey, master, we worked all day and night. But if you say so, you know what? I'm going to go in deeper. How trusting is that? Peter has that heart where it's like, okay, he's been teaching all this. I believe him, so I'm going to go. So we have to, those are all the things that we talked about and all the servants that we learned so far in this season, that they have a certain heart. 
They have this heart of giving. They have this heart of believing. They have this heart of accepting and just going for it. And Peter's no different. So when we, I would love to change the narrative about Peter, but I feel it's important because at the end of the day, even though Peter continually um, made mistakes and that he was impulsive and all these other things, he was imperfect and you're imperfect and I'm imperfect and others around us are imperfect. And sometimes we have to take that that label of perfect or frustration or perfection, perfection that we're looking for off of ourselves because we're not going to be that. We're not going to be that. And we have to focus ourselves to understand that Jesus is the perfection and that's how it's supposed to be. That's how God created it to be. And we have to Use these characters such as Peter to understand that these models of perfection <laughs> is, uh, we're on a hamster wheel trying to get there. But if we focus on how God loves us and how it's unfailing love that follows us everywhere we go and how, yeah, we're going to mess up, but guess what? We're going to be good again. It's going to be okay. That does not negate the plans that God has for our lives. We just have to choose so. So today I ask you to look at Peter and think of it that way. Think of Peter in that way. Don't think of Peter in the faults. Don't think of your faults. But think of it bigger than all of that. And then allow yourself the opportunity to see your obstacles, see your errors as all a part of the plan that God has for you and your purpose life. Because once you start to change your mindset to think of, okay, that was necessary for me to transition, then you can accept your abundance. You can accept and start to see yourself more better. Right now, I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm talking because I feel value from not only what I'm saying and how I feel, but when I look into my eyes and what I'm saying. I'm not only saying this for you, I'm saying this for me. Sometimes you have to look at that bigger picture. And then it all is going to be a part of God's plan that allows us all to see glory and to appreciate glory and to live this life, even on this earth, happily. Because eternally we're going to be happy, but living this life here on this earth happily. I hope that blessed you. In our Dream Pass survival segment today, I just want to talk a little bit about us making sure that we provide coverage for ourselves, for our survivors, as well as looking at opportunities for ourselves for while we're still here financially. And the way how we do that, of course, is income. So we're thinking, I'm in this position now where I'm trying to think of ways that come naturally, of course, and that are legal, of course, for me to 
gain income, income, because I know when I increase income, then all these other opportunities can be awarded to me, purchasing more stock, um, more policies where I can even have the opportunity to be a bank for my family eventually um, with life insurance, um, whole life insurance, index, universal life insurance, all these opportunities, but first that comes with income. So when I was thinking about that income, I was like, okay, first, before we look to seek the income, what I have to do when it comes to this financial aspect is monitor the income that I do have coming in, which I've talked about, right? We're monitoring what's coming in, monitoring what's coming out, but also taking a moment or a goal to just sacrifice and to withhold yourself for a few. Don't get yourself too much in scarcity because I don't want that or I don't encourage that, but just withholding for a little while so that you could get to where you want to be for your goal, which is why it's important to always write your goals down. I have gotten to the point where I have numerous notebooks that I have to combine to kind of, you know, put it together because I'll write it down or I have to find that posted or that notebook so it can all get put in one place so I can bring it down. Because my problem is I can write it down, but I don't go back and revisit it. So that's another thing. A part of this whole financial journey is you not only monitoring your income and modifying it and being able to withhold it, but also revisiting your goals because then it helps to stay refreshed in your mind of what you're trying to do. So mm, maybe we don't eat out. Maybe I just fix a big pot of X, Y, and Z. Or maybe we don't have to do this or that. Or maybe we have to do it because sometimes you have to do certain things to kind of bring back whatever fire or just do something for yourself, which I think is important, but I don't think it should be an excess and only you would know that. And I'm just asking you to just take the time and confidence to know what that is for you, because it's not, I'm learning with this financial journey. It's not a ABC for every household, for every person, even. You have to figure out what works for you specifically. There's a hundred million different types of ways to save. There's a hundred million (laughs) different types of ways to spend. There's a hundred million types of ways to build wealth. But what we have to do is take the time to learn, pick and choose what works and what is essential for our own household. And I'm excited to see what that looks like for you. I'm excited to see what that looks like for me. And I'm excited to continue to grow. So let's make sure that we are taking the time to look and see our income, know know our numbers, right? And also where we can modify and having those goals, revisiting those goals and giving ourselves the grace and experience to do the things that serve us as well as serve our future too. Because we can do it. We can find that balance. Just pick and choose what works for you and I know you'll succeed. It happens.
This concludes our 30th episode of Another Side of Fear podcast. Thank you for joining me today. And I desire that in all things you prosper and be in good health. Always remember, wisdom lives together with good judgment, knows where to discover knowledge and discernment. Common sense and success belongs to me and you. And insight and strength are mine and yours. Wisdom is he. Wisdom is she. Wisdom is you. Wisdom is I. Until next time, I am Wisdom Walters.